Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Hello, folks. Just a quick update on our podcast page, Help for Wounded Spirits. So we had a Facebook page of the same title, Help for Wounded Spirits. Unfortunately, through this whole electronic big tech stuff, we lost that page with all of you who liked us and followed us, completely lost the page and had to start a new one from scratch. So we need your help. Would you go out to the new one and find it and like us? It's still showing a, a blip to the old one. But if you'd go out to the new one, Help for Wounded Spirits, and, and find us and like us again, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, we also heard from a couple of you folks who had questions and things were going on. Please contact us. Contact us privately on our Facebook page, uh, whatever the case may be. Also, by the grace of God, our ministry is expanding, especially on the Wounded spirit side. So we have a completely different place now to give to the, wounded, the Help uh, for Wounded Spirits uh, website. Uh, so if you could go to Wounded Spirits Ministries, you got to type out the word ministries, T-R-I-E-S dot com, and, and you hit give, it'll take you to a drop down window that starts with general and list a couple missionaries. And then it says uh, help for Wounded Spirits podcast. Boy, we could sure use your help with a month or so coming at us. And uh, that'd be a great blessing. So quickly, uh, we now have Helpful Wounded Spirits, its own Facebook page. Please go out and like it. It doesn't look exactly the same as the old one, uh, but God is still blessing. We can't wait to see you folks out there. Secondly, we have another place for you to help us pay our monthly bills with Helpful Wounded Spirits, and that's at woundedspiritsministries.com, and then hit give in the drop-down window entitled that comes up. We'll say Help for Wounded Spirits website. Of course, this is a 5013C. Uh, of course, you'll get a receipt for your taxes immediately. And uh, we thank you very much for your time. We sure do love you folks. Praying for you daily. Thank you. Great to be back with you folks. It's hard to believe we're on the 201st podcast and these songs in the night, these psalms in the night. And we're coming here to 22. We're taking a fresh look at this. There's like 31 verses. So we just made a leadership decision uh, that we're going to go ahead and cut this in half because we're half cutters right now. We have to be. We have to give the best to the psalm. When we get mm -hmm. to Psalm 23, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of wondering if we're ever going to leave Psalm 23, mm. and that's really short. That's only six verses. But anyway, here we are in Psalm number 22. You could go so many. You could have three <clears throat> podcasts on Psalm 23 to cover all the angles that are there as far as wow. the depth of what a shepherd is. I think we really need to get in that in Psalm oh, 23. Oh, it's powerful. You know what the problem is? We're on Psalm 22, or we can just skip no, 22. We need to do 22. We got to do 22. Yep. Because I want to go to the shepherd. People with PTSD need Psalm 22. People without PTSD need Psalm 22. That's true, too. Yeah. People need the Lord. I heard a song one time. Mm -hmm. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, he's an open door. What about walking? What do they say? I see it. I look in their face. How does that song begin? That's not, oh, yeah, yeah, the verse. I don't remember, you know. Now, how can you remember listened, the last two sentences well, without? Well, because I've heard the chorus more, you know, because like churches sing the chorus at the end 
like at the end of a service, like for their closing, they don't always sing. I used to like, I'm so glad to be a part of the family family of God. God. I've been washed (laughs) in the apples. (laughs) Okay, let's get back to Psalm 21. Two. No, we we did 21. So here we are at Psalm 21. I'm as mixed up as you are. This is a problem. This is a... Let me tell you something. A couple things going on. I, I wanted to update you. I know certainly some of you by now are concerned. Uh, does, does the dog Captain Thor have a wife yet? The answer is no. Sadly, I got to report to you that there's been no wife sighting for Thor. Thor is 13 weeks old. He's a good looking boy, golden retriever. And we need a female golden retriever between 13 weeks and one year old. And it can't be one of them that looks like an Irish setter either. Those ones freak me out. Pointy nose, dark, dark red. Um, what, what other kind of updates do we got to give the peeps here? Maybe? <laughs> Thor needs a wife. You know, Thor did not know when he joined our family how famous he was going to become. Thor is a dog ahead but of But he is son. adorable. He has me wrapped around But you know what the Bible said? The Bible's not real good Although he doesn't have a finger, does he? He has me wrapped around his paw. Wrapped around his paw. He did pee in front of me the other night. Oh, we do not. We already we already gave that family circus story. Okay. All right. All right. So we gotta. We really gotta look at Psalm 22. But I want to catch these people up on a couple of very important things that are going on. So we're getting more involved uh, with the PTSD or the wounded spirits type of the ministry. There's a lot going on, and folks, over these next few weeks. We're going to start updating you on some of the great things. Working on a camp, a mm-hmm. bunch of money came in now to help us uh, bring in, you know, this group that's going to help us fundraise. And uh, we're very thankful for that. God Amen. providentially provided that. I mean, things yeah. completely turned directions on that. <clears throat> we're going to start working almost exclusively on just people with PTSD and just doing those things. And so we want to let you know that this podcast, God has used this podcast on a very certain, I know we always start off with a little bit like a monologue or something, but I think it's real important that we let the peeps know what's going on with us. And what's going on with us is this, we're all about you guys. We're all about wanting to help people with PTSD. We're all about wanting to help families. We're all about wanting to reconcile people. We're all about wanting to help people with hurting hearts. Yeah. We're all about wanting to help one another and grow one another and yeah. seeing people saved. And, and, and I think that's a direction we're now going in. And I'm excited. Are you excited about that? I am very excited. And, I, and I, um, we were talking about this earlier, but um, I feel like it's, you know, John. we were talking about John 4. Yeah. Tonight at supper and the woman at the well. Yes, and that the wounded the wounded spirits ministry is the woman at the wells. Yeah. That the mission that Jesus gave, it's that mission, and that's exciting to me. It's exciting to me too, and and I think that, you know, perhaps, perhaps the greatest outreach that that Stephanie and I have right now is this this podcast. I mean, fitting it in. Here we are, and, and just to be honest with you, just in the spirit of full disclosure, we're somewhere between Sunday and Monday. We might be Monday right now. We are Monday. We are Monday right now. So, yeah, you know, we do these podcasts where we can, but we give them everything. And the reason being is this, because you folks are responding because God is using His Word. He always uses His Word. The Bible says it never returns void. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible, you know, the Bible can 
tear things apart and it can put them back together. And you know, we're best. We're best when we reach bottom, when we're in the bottom of the pit. So some of you folks who are, who are like Brother Doug, Sister Stephanie, Sister Debbie, I'm in the pit. I'm at the bottom of the pit. You know what I say to you? Hooray. That's what you need to be because all you can do is look up and we're here to help you look up. We're here to point you up. We're here to take you to the next place. And so that's pretty exciting. So we're on Psalm 22. God took uh, Joseph from the pit to the palace. In 13 years. I did go to the prison in the middle. Mm. So, but God did take Joseph. You know, that'll preach right there. The pit to the palace. There were some bad times. He's the only guy in the Bible that lost two jackets. But I, there's a lot going on with Joseph. I always kind of liked Joseph. You know, him and Daniel had nothing bad said about them. Yep. And so here we are in the book of Psalms talking about Daniel and Joseph. But how can you not talk about Joseph right here? You know, David, there's some similarities. But David, you know, Joseph didn't sin that we know of. I'm yep. sure he sinned. I, I mean, he messed with his brothers a little bit. He hid some stuff in their saddlebags. And he made them wait. But he could have done God a lot did more. Not, God did not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Condemn Joseph for doing that. No, he did. Ever, in all of Scripture. In all of Scripture, and and I don't think there's any updates coming when we get to heaven. Mm-mm. So, Psalm twenty-two. That's called that's called testing because the trust level was so shattered. That's what that was called. You ever heard a song called testing? No, but there might be one coming now. Nah, there's not one coming now. But here we are. So, in so Psalm there's two. not one entitled pain is a privilege. No, we got to stay away from that pain as a privilege. And the Emmy song is the song we're working on now. Mm-hmm. And we hope to have an update for you folks. So as you can hear in my voice that I'm getting a little bit raspy. And I'm going to go ahead and ask Sister Stephanie to go ahead and read those first 17 verses for us in Psalm number 22. Here we go. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, and thou hearest not, and in the night season, and am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee, and were delivered, they trusted in thee, and were not confounded. But I am a worm, and no man, a reproach of men, and despised of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head, saying, He trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. But thou art he that took me out of the womb. Thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breast. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me, many bulls of Bashan have beset me round. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones, they look and stare upon me, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. Go ahead to 21 if you would, sister. Okay. Be 
But be not thou far from me, O Lord. O my strength, haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. This is a prayer in a time of suffering. Actually, we can see that. And there's mm. so much suffering going on here with David. And yeah. once again, we're in that place. He's talking about, you know, uh, being in being in the uh, the mouth of these animals, being eaten up, being chewed up, and, and uh, these terrible things. I mean, what are you thinking, Stephanie? You were reading through that, and what was coming to your mind there in Psalm 22? It's a heavy psalm. And um, I think anyone who has been in the midst of a dark valley yeah has been in that place of saying god why have you forsaken me and i remember um, being in that place in that car yeah on october 30th when i was holding charles head together of saying god what did i do yeah why have you why have you decided that boy we always do that too don't we always say that we always look to ourselves and you know, he feels abandoned. Those five first yeah. verses, they were just... And that's a good way to put it. They're screaming abandoned. out, you know, I've been abandoned. I'm there. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And uh, just going on, oh my God, in verse two, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. Again, I feel forsaken. I feel like no one cares. I feel like God's not here. And there's so much of it. We've talked about this as mm-hmm. we go through the Psalms, but thou art holy, O thou art inhabitest the praise of Israel. And it goes, our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and they were con- and were not confounded. So you get there and you say to yourself, how do you get from Psalm 21 when you're on top, you're in exaltation mode where everything's going good, where life seems perfect, where the world is happy, everybody's smiling, life is going good. How do you get here? Trauma takes you there. And you know, I I love the fact that we see David's humanity here. Yeah. And the other thing I see here is a foreshadow of what Jesus would say on the cross. Mm. And when he hung on the cross and he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He said these exact words. Yeah, he did. And Jesus was all God, but he was also man, 100% man. And he experienced trauma on a level that we'll never understand. Yeah. Because he not only went through all the physical, emotional, he went through every single form of trauma in ways we can't even comprehend, we can't even fathom. But Jesus cried this out. Yeah. In agony, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I mean, that was his father. Mm. They were, they were, <laughs> they are, I and my father are one, Jesus had said, and he cried this out. And we know it's because God had to turn his back on him when he bore the sins of the world. But when I read this, I, that's what I think of is Jesus on the cross and it honestly, it takes you to a place of, wow. And and what's neat to me, too, is the same time that David is crying this out to God, he's showing how strong his faith is in God. It's kind of a 
Well, he's going to God. A lot of people, hey, God's forsaken me. God's done this. I'm out. They get angry and bitter. And they bail. Mm -hmm. And and now all of a sudden, here we are in this place where, and and then you go on and and he's the worm, man. He's, uh, He's despised by his own people. He's talking about, and man, we've been there. When people, it seems like people, they hate on you all at the same time. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> I mean, if, if people are going to hate you, it, it's not one. It's a group. And, and, you know, those folks listening to us today, we have those bad days. You know, it's like the whole world's looking at us. It's like people are trying to mess us over collectively. It's, and, and, you know, folks, we get stuck in this pity party for ourselves. And, and I think that's what's going on here with David. And I'm not saying he, he shouldn't be there. You know, he's talking about being a worm. He's being forgotten. He's despised for his people. All these different things are going on. Talk, you know, we see frailty here. We see just a ton of things going on from 6 to 12. He trusted in the Lord in verse 8. He would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. But thou art he that took me out of the womb. Uh, thou didst make me hope. When I was upon my mother's breast, I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from the mother's belly. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me round. Think about that. He's saying, listen, they're out to get me. There's bulls. They want to take me out. Think of almost Uh, like a... Yeah. Those Mexican bullfight, you know, the, that, that idea of, you know, they have the horns. And you know what's beautiful, Doug, in the midst of that? Yeah. He talks about what the enemies say about him. But then that verse 9 starts with a powerful word. But thou art he that took me out of the womb. Thou, thou art. I love the end of verse 10. He says, thou art my God from my mother's belly. He's still going to God. You he know, and so all these people who, who say... God is. He's, he's questioning, where are you right now, God? But we, we've all done that. Exactly. We've all say, I feel all alone. I'm here. And you that know, is I'm, a very real thing when and you're it's in the a, midst of a trial. And man, <laughs> and let me tell you, even taking that a step farther, when, when you're across the world somewhere, maybe in the military, maybe in a ship, maybe in a submarine, maybe in missionary service, and, and you're somewhere across the world from America and stuff, it, it almost feels like, you know, it's like these ungodly zones. The devil really uses them to mess with people too. So mm-hmm. to our missionary That's peeps. That's why he's trying to turn America into a, that, that level. Yeah, it's trying to bring us mm-hmm. to that place right now. The devil wants to. and uh, so, so I think that's real important. Then I think when we, we go 13 or, or 12 through 21, 13 through 21, where you just went and, and those important times, they gaped upon me with their mouths as ravening in a roaring lion. And uh, so with rabies and, and wanting to tear them up and I am poured out of the water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a, a, a pot's herd, a pot sherd. And uh, my tongue cleaveth to my jaws that thou has brought into the dust of death. For the dogs have compassed me. They're out there waiting for me to drop. They're, they're out there waiting to eat me up. They want the body. I'm in that bad of shape. That's what he's talking about mm-hmm. there. The assembly of the wicked haven't closed me. Uh, they pierce their hands in my feet. They pierce my hands in my feet. I may tell all my bones. They look and stare upon me. 
They part my garments among them. They cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord, O my strength. Haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. There's unicorns in the Bible. But you know what he's saying? He's saying, man, it's all over for me. There's nothing here for me. I mean, the animals are wanting me. There's bulls, there's lions, there's people wanting to close in on me. Um, well, there's also prophecy in here of Jesus' death. Oh, you bet there is. Huge. Yeah. Talking about the, the bones not breaking mm -hmm. and different things like that. They, cast, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and But then David looks upon it, he sees himself in all that craziness. And, uh, and so I guess, I guess the crazy time is, is David is looking upon the Lord. He's praying to him here by the time you get to verse number 21. But, I mean, how many times do we know people or are we the people? I mean, I've been there. My hand's up, both hands up. How many times have we arrived at that place? where we're useless, where we've been rendered useless by the devil, where our life seems upside down. There may be people right now having a particularly bad day, and they're saying, God, where are you? You know, these people are working bad-mouthing me. They're spreading rumors about me. They're saying I did this, and I've never done that. They're saying, uh, I know one of the big things when I used to be in the army as people would say, you know, if they wanted to make a woman look bad or a man look bad, they, they'd hook them to affairs, they'd hook them to drinking things, they'd hook them to... It, it, it is still going on today, but there, mm -hmm. there's a hundred ways to mess people up. And when mm -hmm. people are there and they're in the midst of that, they're saying, God, where are you at? Yeah. I mean, where are you at, God? So what would you tell the people right now? What would you tell our friends? What's the practical answer right here as we come up on verse number 21 of this psalm? What's a, what's the practical answer? What are you telling people when their lives are upside down, when they're being lied about, when it feels like the bulls are circling, when the dogs are out there, when they're wanting to eat your body, when you're feeling weak, when you're ready to give up, when you're ready to quit? What do you say? Neither God's promises are true or they're not. And either, those times are coming. Either we trust. Yeah. Either we trust that his promises are true or they aren't. And yeah. in the times where you're not in the midst of a trial, make God's word your sure foundation. You better make sure in, the, in those times of um, rest, so to speak, when you're not in the deepest valley, that you're seeking God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength so that when you get to the valley... He's already your rock. He's already your foundation. Um, I remember when Charles was killed, having verses come to mind that I didn't even know I knew, that I didn't even know I had memorized. And God's word became so quick and powerful in those days because it was life support. It was oxygen. And I think that's the key to getting through a trauma, to making it through a situation that, seems either useless or and it got you you know yeah. you get this feeling in your gut like man and, i've been totally when deserted you're, when you're betray and when you've been dealt the blow of betrayal you know that's that's a huge thing too and when you've been dealt the blow of betrayal david knew that feeling and you either in those situations choose to look to the lord as your strength yeah, yeah. you either choose to let him heal you 
or you choose to get bitter and angry and cynical. And I think it's, it's God has to become so much bigger to you than the trial you're going through. He has to become this all-encompassing. Yeah. The one who encompasses your strength, your joy, your hope, your love, everything um, to get through a trial, to get through these times without losing your mind. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, losing your mind is only like one second away from not losing your mind. You know, I think we miss that out there, people. And, mm -hmm. and I think that, I think the devil starts with us with like, where's God in your life? Well, yep. well, God is in nature. We saw that in Psalm 19. 19 yep. We look at the sky. We, we know God is in his exaltation of him. But <clears throat> one of the things I liked about this is where that word you had mentioned it, but. Mm -hmm. Be not thou far yeah. from me, 19. O Lord, O my strength, has thee. But be thou not far from me, and 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 know that. Mm. Look around, see God in everything, see Him in nature, see Him in the things we're doing, and 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 so I think the answer. And again, going back and and this kind of freaked people out probably yesterday when we were in Psalm 21, and and we talked about you wanted to meet the people that had killed Charles so you could tell them you loved them and you wanted God to save them and stuff, which is great. It's noble. It's. It's hard. It's hard for some people like me to figure out and other folks. But, but you know, now we're over here and we're in that all alone place. We're in that desolate desert. We're in that place where the dogs are coming for us. We're in that place where we're totally weak. We're in that place where it seems like we haven't a friend in the entire world. Yeah. And we got to transition out of this for the peeps out there. I mean, what do the people get out of this today? I mean, we're on our last one or two minutes here, but what can the people get from that? What are the people going to get from that today? What's the practical get? I think the point is, in verse 19, David called God. He said, he said Be not far from me, O Lord. O my strength, haste thou to help me. And if our, the cry of our heart, soul, and mind is God, you're my strength, and I can't do this without you. We have to get to that place. Yeah. Where that is, we are literally um, running to Christ, finding our hope, our strength, our all in Him. And for us now, we have the armor of God. We have, we have so much of Scripture to give us confidence we have the the statement that we can come boldly before the throne of grace in time of need and we have to keep that focus the fact we that do. god loves us with an everlasting love that his promises are true and it's a moment by moment choice to live by faith it's a moment by moment choice to depend on him and to cling to him and to say god i'm going to stay faithful to you because you're my god yeah, and I think that's it right there. And, and there in verse 20, deliver my soul from the sword. You know, sometimes when those bad times come, sometimes when we're in these evil spots, sometimes when life is upside down, uh, we just got to go to God. God, deliver my soul. Mm -hmm. He will. No matter how bad, no matter how overwhelming, no matter how bad the innuendos, the stories, like when I was younger, that's how things were in the Army. It was, And you could see people just weighed down, the weight of the world on people's shoulders. It's not true. 
and, uh, and, and but boy, it can really bury people. And that's mm -hmm. why you see these young kids commit suicide and stuff when people spread yep. lies about them yep. and do those types of things. So folks, I don't know where you're at in life today, but if you're being weighted down, just believe in God, believe in the truth, point well, to God. And get your identity in Him. You do. And you know what you got to do? Maybe, maybe the practical side, maybe the big practical here is the capital P practical, the practical 100 font. Uh, I think mm -hmm. the, the big practical right now is to help other people who are in these places too. You know, healing begins with helping others. And, uh, you know, folks, if the dogs are circling, you know, uh, build a stronger wall, get in the Bible, study the word of God, do what you got to do. Hey, we love coming to you folks, man. Uh, and listen, in this Psalm 22, it wraps up. This is all going to finish good. We told you that in the book of Job. We're going to tell you that in songs at night. Trust God. Look to God. God's got your back. He's going to take care of you. He's going to bring you to the place you're, you're going to be. He's going to deliver your soul. And so no matter where you're at today, look to Him. Stop. Regroup. Look up. Know that it's about God. Know that God can get you through anything. He's God. We're not. And uh, things are going to be great, folks. And have the kind of day that you realize that if people are going through this, if the innuendos out there, if the bad times are there, if you feel like you're being crushed, if those types of things are happening. Hey, listen, uh, you know, go to God. If you feel like other people's are being crushed, help them. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. up alongside Make of somebody. Make a difference in someone else. Buy well. somebody a cup of coffee today. Get them a cheap one. You know, go to a cafeteria. You don't have to get them an $8 Starbucks one or something like that. You know, save that for later, unless you really love them. And uh, <laughs> 30 seconds. Anything you want to say to them as we close this up, Stephanie? Well, I think... Um, I want to say, be a friend to someone. David didn't doesn't look from when I read this psalm like David had a friend, a yeah. human friend that he could trust at this point in his life, and be a friend that someone around you can trust. Be a friend that makes a difference in the life of someone else. You never know the difference of life or death you can make. Be a friend to somebody, and be the kind of friend that they'd want to be, that you'd want back to be a friend to you. Yeah. So be the kind of friend that they'd want you to be and be the kind of friend that you'd want them to be back to you. Hey, we love this. The number one important thing we want you to know today is that you know Jesus as your Savior. Listen to every word. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.